up? What's up, dude? We're back, and so are you folks. Thanks for tuning in again to the Stream Strategy Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Uh, check out the Reddit post. Check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor. Uh, as always, I'm Cal. That's Chuck. What's up, man? Not much, dude. Just just chilling, getting ready for next week's fantasy, and getting hyped up for the playoffs. I'm not gonna lie. How about you? How you how you doing? Uh, I'm slapping it. Check out this split uh, in the keeper league. Ten nothing. Jeez. Yeah, that's a big week. Looks like I'm dominant. All these categories should be able to to pull out the sweep and almost a clear sweep in our good fantasy hockey league as well. However, little iffy on the goaltending. Some some prime time goaltending here from Toronto to Keith. or something. Yeah, it's just exactly. It's just Sturkin, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, like, need not much you can do about that. Yeah, the stream strategy is designed to find maximum value in the upcoming NHL schedule. For fantasy hockey, streaming means picking up players for a short period of time to maximize starts. We have compiled a list of players that we deem are worth consideration to pick up for the rest of the week. All right, this week's schedule. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday are your on night, so half or over half of the league is playing. On Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, these are your off nights, which means that less than half of the league is playing. So you're going to want to target those nights to try and add players because it's more likely that you'll actually be able to get them in the roster. Monday, five games. Tuesday, 11. Wednesday, two. Thursday, 13. Friday, four. Saturday, 10. Sunday, 10. Good schedules. We like the Anaheim Ducks, who have four games, but none of them are off nights. We like the Calgary Flames, who have five games with two off nights, including a back-to-back on Saturday and Sunday. Monday, Tuesday, yep. plus Saturday and Sunday. That's cool. Yep. Do they play three days in a row, the Calgary Flames? Because you got here Monday, Wednesday, but then also back-to-back Monday, Tuesday. So do they play Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Uh, no, they play Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Thursday. and that is a, a little bit of a typo in the document there. All right, we'll go fix that. If you're tuning into the YouTube, Definitely you guys saw that. that. And and for the audio listeners, you guys heard that fixed up in real time. All right, Colorado Avalanche got four games, one off night on the Monday, including a back-to-back on Monday, Tuesday. The Blue Jackets, who I actually like recently, have four games, two off nights, uh, the Monday to Friday, including a back-to-back Thursday and Friday. So sweet schedule. Also take a look at the Panthers, Los Angeles, Minnesota, Nashville, the Rangers, Philadelphia, St. Louis, yeah. Tampa, Toronto, Vegas, and the Winnipeg Jets. They all have four games. Edmonton and Washington have three games with at least an off night. In Edmonton's case, they have two. Bad schedules. Dallas sucks. San Jose Sharks suck. Only two games. Arizona, Chicago, Detroit, New Jersey have three game schedules with zero off nights. It's weird. We have like New York kind of on this good and bad one, but whatever. Uh, Yeah, the Islanders have a nice schedule, but the Rangers do not have a nice schedule. Oh, bet, 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 bet. We'll fix that up too because you got Rangers in there. Gang, 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 gang. All right, streamers. Charlie, let's go through the Calgary Flames. Just to start this off, we had someone in the Reddit post ask, who would you prefer to pick up for streamer, Toffoli or Mangiapane? I'm assuming this is a pretty shallow league, and there's not a lot of opportunity to hold on to guys like this, because if Mangiapane is a free agent, it must be a shallow league, right? Uh, I'm assuming. 
I mean, really looking at Calgary's lineup, the only difference is that Toffoli is on the third line, but he gets the first power play. Monchipani's on the second line, and he gets the second power play. Uh, personally, I don't know that. I don't think it'll stay like that forever. I could easily see Manjapani coming back up. And even yep. in general, if it just stays like this, Manjapani has more sustained production with those line mates that he's got in the second line. And it's just more deployment. I like the Manjapani look a bit more. Yeah, for the same reasons, I would take Manjapani over Tyler Toffoli. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, first power play is nice, but when you're getting second line deployment over third line, still with power play time, even the second unit, yeah, I, I think it's fine. Manjapani's been consistent this year uh, on the PK and at 5v5, so I'd, I'd, I'd take him. Cool. So let's run through the rest of the Calgary Flames. Scabry Flames, Mikael Backlund as always. Second forward line, no power play unit, first PK unit. Rostered in 17% of leagues, he's got a season ranking of 205. Also like the look of Blake Coleman this week. Second forward line, no power play time. Second PK unit, rostered in 35% of leagues with a season ranking of 113. As we said, Toffoli, third forward line, first power play unit. He has a season ranking of 175, rostered in 59% of leagues. I also like the look of Rasmus Anderson. First offensive line, first power play unit, second PK unit. Season ranking of 186, rostered in 49% of leagues. Yeah, and if nice. you're looking to stream a goaltender, uh, Daniel Vidar, or Daniel Vladar, he should be getting two starts since they have five games and two back-to-backs this week. Yeah. Vladar is a great streaming for the pickup. I mean, if your league's so shallow that Mangiapane's available over to Foley, obviously you go for Mangiapane. Oh, yeah. However, He's old. To Foley, like, that's pretty high rostered at close to 60%, but... I have seen him available in some leagues, and I definitely take a swing at him to try and hold him for a few days, so long as he's maintaining that top power play spot. Yeah, I, I'm on the same page as you. What's up with the Colorado Avalanche? The Colorado Avalanche, we're looking at Andre Burakovsky. First forward line, second power play unit, no PK time. He is rostered in 65% of leagues, so it's going to be tricky. He's got a season ranking of 125, and I'm surprised that that number is not higher in terms of a sorry, his roster percentage is not higher. Uh, I would expect that to be closer to the 75-80%. Valerina Chuskin, second forward line, second power play unit, no PK time, season ranking of 146, rostered in 23% of leagues. I see a lot of value in Nachushkin for this yeah. week. Also going to throw out Alex Newhook kind of a bit of a flyer he's been a little disappointing offensively the whole season he's on the third forward line second power play unit no pk time rostered in three percent of leagues season ranking of 348 jack johnson gets some decent deployment on the second defensive line and first pk unit rostered in zero percent of leagues season ranking of 566 i don't mind this if you're looking for some defensive peripheral stats uh, and then, of course, Pavel Francouz, season ranking of 79, rostered in a 38% of leagues. He's like the 1B goalie. He's not even the backup here in Colorado. He, you know, he's pushing for that starter position. His roster percentage should be much higher than 38. I do agree, but as a Francouz holder, I've noticed he hasn't been getting the 50-50 split as of late. And I think there's just mm. a lot of back and forth with that but Darcy Kemper has got the confidence of the coach for right now as well something to keep an eye on do see a lot of value in him for sure he does get let's say 33% of the starts at a minimum let's look at one of my favorite teams in the hockey league to stream players from right now ton of value in the Columbus Blue Jackets as always Boone Jenner 
is going to be recommended until his roster percentage is way out of the world, but 61% is still fairly low for somebody ranked at 85 on the season. He's playing on the first line, the first power play, and the second PK unit. He's getting a lot of ice time, a lot of good deployment. I'm also liking Gustav Nyquist for this week. First forward line, first power play unit, and first PK unit. Season ranking of 403, rostered in 7% of leagues. And Jacob Voracek, who I would not be expecting goals from with his 2% shooting percentage. But he's rostered in 48% of leagues, season ranking of 147. He's on the second forward line and first power play unit. He's been great playing alongside uh, Line A, especially on that power play. Seems to be getting the puck to him and getting a lot of assists that way. Yeah, it's crazy to think that Boone Jenner is less rostered than Andre Burakovsky. I mean, yep. Jenner just has, he is in a position where that top line and that top power play deployment is kind of a guarantee. Like, there's no one really to come and take his place. But Burakovsky, it's unlikely that he'll stay on this first line for any period of time so long as the whole squad is healthy. And it's the same kind of story for, like, you got to kind of fit him in to the power yeah. play somewhere, yeah. you know? So I, I really think it's interesting that as someone that holds Boone Jenner and has been very happy to see this production recently, I think it's super interesting that people are kind of stuck on Burakovsky while someone like Jenner is falling under the radar. And, like, the thesis is just fully complete. It's good deployment. He's yeah. matching the deployment sustainably. Uh, it's it's all a good story for Boone Jenner. So if if there's if there's an option to go for him, he might end up being a hold. Yeah, that's a very good point. Jacob Borchek like, is kind of a assists point specialist. Not really going to get you anything yeah, else. So. Yeah, exactly. Kind of reminds me of uh, Robert Thomas from St. Louis, who I noticed you dropped recently in the Good Fantasy Hockey League. I, I was yeah. excited because I know he's got 41 points on the season, so I scooped him up, and I noticed that most of his points are assists. He doesn't really shoot too much. Nope. And he's not because the good fantasy hockey league covers categories such as shorthanded points such as blocks blocks and hits robert thomas who doesn't participate in any of those activities for his production at least it's it's his value takes a huge hit so it's like he's 200 ranking that season even though he's got 41 points kind of crazy so i'm kind of feeling the same thing about voracek here yeah i i get that 100 what's up with the edmonton oilers the Edmonton Oilers are dealing with some injuries, and because of that, we have two players who get some good deployment for this week that I'm probably going to be taking a look at, at least for the early week where uh, Edmonton plays Monday and Wednesday. Warren Fogle, season ranking of 383, rostered in 1% of leagues, is playing on the first forward line, second power play units with no PK time. He's getting that time with McDavid as of this moment. We all know that Edmonton's lines are very volatile and that could change. But as long as Fogel is up there, I am definitely taking a look at him, expecting some points, shots, and hits out of him for the week. Kyler Yamamoto is getting a chance on the second line with Dreisaitl once again. He's also got second power play time, no PK time. Season ranking of 450, rostered in 5% of leagues. And finally, Duncan Keith, who isn't the most attractive, but he's on the second defensive line and second power play unit since Barry is out with injury. No PK time. He's got a season ranking of 590, rostered in 5% of leagues. And I noticed that he takes a lot of shots. So if he's on the second power play unit taking shots from the point uh, with guys like Warren Fogle in front of the net, you can maybe get a good deflection assist uh, off Duncan Keith this week. 
Yeah, the Edmonton Oilers storied franchise history of having some of the best players of all time, such as Connor McDavid, Leon Dreitzel, and Wayne Gretzky. Speaking of Wayne Gretzky, you can buy a Wayne Gretzky t-shirt at pucklegends.ca. And if you use the code GOOD, all caps G-O-O-D, you'll get free shipping to anywhere in the world. However, because of recent geopolitical international conflicts, you may experience some shipping delays if you are in the Eastern European bloc. Or, yeah, I think that's the only place experiencing shipping delays at this exact second. Yeah. But if you like Wayne Gretzky... Go check out the t-shirt that they got at PuckLegends.ca. It's some of the coolest shit I've ever seen in my life. They got some really good stuff on there. Yeah, I, I was the wearing their, uh, their Austin Matthews one, which is discontinued and no longer available because they were sent a cease and desist by the NHLPA. I was wearing the Austin Matthew Poppy one in a coffee shop, and I just all these girls were looking at me. Nice. Yeah, yeah, but I had, my, I had my girl with me, so I was like, okay you know, I couldn't, couldn't engage. I was like, baby, I only got eyes for you, but it's crazy. I like how much attention you'll get if you buy these t-shirts. Yeah, they're very nice. They remind me of like, uh, like a tour short for a band or something from back in, back in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. Vintage hockey t-shirts. All right. What's up with the Florida Panthers, Charlie? The Florida Panthers have Mason Marchment playing on the first forward line, second power play unit with no PK time. He has a season ranking of 182, rostered in 26% of leagues, and this is very exciting to me because Mason Marchment has been putting up almost a point per game all season long, playing on the third line with Anton Lundell. Now that he has that first line opportunity with guys like Barkov and Verhage, I'm, I'm expecting that production to step up over the next few games. Uh, and if that doesn't happen, we might see him relegated again to the third line. But regardless, Mason Marchman is very exciting for me this week. I'm also liking Anton Lundell as always. Season ranking of 120, rostered in 25% of leagues. Third forward line, second power play unit, and second PK unit. Not the most attractive deployment, but Anton Lundell still gets production done. He has been doing very well all season. He gets shots, hits, and blocks. Power play points, shorthanded points. Pretty much every category is being hit by Anton Lundell, and that's why I'm so attracted by him. Uh, Radko Gudis, season ranking 115, rostered in 56% of leagues. He's on the second defensive line, no power play time, and the second PK unit. Gustav Forsling, second defensive line, no power play time, second PK unit. Season ranking 306, rostered in 14% of leagues. Just looking for defensive peripheral stats from Gustav Forsling. And finally, Jonas Johansson. He's the backup goalie for the Florida Panthers at the moment. His season ranking of 465 and rostered in 1% of leagues. If you're looking at looking for a goalie to get a few starts or a start for you, uh, Jonas Johansson might be a good a good option. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Florida is like the team this year. They're, they are this year's Carolina Hurricanes to last year's. In terms yeah. of fantasy hockey. If you want to win, pick up guys from the top six, six slash top nine of the Florida Panthers. This is especially considering that they have a fantastic playoff schedule. I am looking to try and move out some of my New York Rangers holdings mm-hmm. and some of my Edmonton Oilers holdings for some Florida Panthers holdings, particularly in one-year leagues. And yep. yeah. Florida yep. is the Florida is the way, but let's look at the Toronto Maple Leafs right now, which, you know, as Toronto centered fans, uh, 
I gotta be. I gotta tell you, I'm really excited about one of the guys on this list. But yeah, take a suture. I'm also very excited about one of them, and I think we might be excited about the same guy. But I'm going to start us off with Michael Bunting. Season ranking of 102, rostered in 52% of leagues. The attention is catching on. First forward line, second power play unit, no PK time. Michael Bunting plays with Marner and Matthews. He is very good, and he should be hold, or he should yeah, be a hold. I feel the same yeah. way about Bunting that I feel about uh, like Jenner for Burakovsky. It's crazy yeah. that Burakovsky yeah. is over roster than michael bunting the deployment is there the production is matching up with it um as watchers we're a little biased but we also have the eye test to confirm yeah. uh, bunting probably the biggest sleeper of this year maybe also matt zuccarello i know a lot of people got his hit pick up zuccarello and bunting both pretty deep in drafts so yeah i think those are two of the biggest steals this year but takes to the next one who's i'm also obviously i'm very excited about michael bunting but it's the next guy that i'm yeah. super gassed about yeah, because likewise. he actually has fantasy relevance and i've loved his brother yeah fantasy wise for yep. for about uh 16 months now so it's it's great to see the second brother coming up yeah, and with his brother producing at such a level last year and this year, you're kind of expecting something similar could come from Nicholas Robertson. He's playing on the second forward line, second power play unit with no PK time for the Toronto Maple Leafs. That means he gets reg- regular deployment alongside of John Tavares and William Nylander. Season ranking of 9-11 and rostered in 2% of leagues. He has his first goal of the season, his first regular season goal of his career last night. And it was a pretty beautiful shot. He had a quick release, got it where he wanted it to go. And, he, you know, he was looking pretty good yesterday. Yeah, great release. His brother kind of popped out as almost a point-a-game player for the Dallas Stars last season on the, their second line, getting some of that first-line look. And then this year, he's really solidified himself as that first-liner for them, who's going to be getting that 65, maybe pushing 75-plus pace. I I don't know that we should be expecting anything like that from Nicholas Robertson. Yeah. But if he is a serviceable second-line left winger to help balance out that Tavares line, that's just fantastic. I agree. I, I'm really hoping that's what he can be for the Leafs, you know, at least by next year. But yeah, I mean, seeing yeah. guys like Mason Marchment do so fantastic, ex-Leaf Mason Marchment, yeah, uh, do so fantastic with the Florida Panthers, uh, and like Trevor Moore, yep, you know, maybe we could throw, maybe we could see that from Nick Robertson before trading him away. That would be great, wouldn't it? I'd be really excited. I'm just gonna fact check myself and double check that Mason Marchment was a Leaf at one point. Okay, while you're doing that, I'm going to talk about Timothy Lilligren, who's playing on the first defensive line for the Toronto Maple Leafs. No power play time, no PK time, so it's strictly that top defensive line deployment that uh, I'm going off to recommend Lilligren here. Also, over the last three or four games, he's been playing up on the lineup, predominantly on that first line with Morgan Riley, and I've noticed he's been getting around an assist per game, usually on a Matthews goal. Uh, I'm watching the highlights, he just he just gets the puck at the points, makes a nice play up the boards and then circles back or cycles the puck back to Matthews who walks in and does his thing to get a good goal. So Timothy Lilligren with a season ranking of 583, rostered in 0% of leagues on that first defensive line, I think is a great pick uh, or at least some, some somebody to take a look at because he he has been playing very well, He's a very skilled young blue liner and uh, playing with Matthews and Marner during five on five is, uh, you know, can't go wrong there. Charlie, the Leafs traded Mason Marchment to the Florida Panthers in 
2020. Uh, one for one, can you guess who the player is that the Leafs got back when they traded Mason Marchment to the Florida Panthers? I, I can't. Dennis Mulgan. Oh my God, I remember that trade. How about that? We got Dennis Mulgan for uh, close to point of game, Mason Marchment. Uh, okay, we're done with the uh, Maple Leafs. Uh, last one's going to be TJ Brody, second defensive line, second power play time at the moment. Sandy yeah, is out man. with an illness, and he's got first PK time. He's been looking good recently, rostered in 2% of leagues, lots of opportunity, good deployment. All right, let's crush this Washington Capitals, then go through the stream strategy, and let's get out of here. Sounds good. From the Washington Capitals, Anthony Mantha's back from injury. He's on the second line, second power play unit, no PK time. Rostered in 30% of leagues with a season ranking of 753. Connor Sheary, third forward line, second power play unit, no PK time. Rostered in 2% of leagues, season ranking of 317. Martin for Avery, once again, we got to talk about him. Season ranking of 268, rostered in 7% of leagues. First defensive line, no power play time, no PK time. If you're looking for hits and blocks, this is a great player to take a look at. Justin Schultz, season ranking of 616, rostered in 9% of leagues. Third defensive line, second power play unit, no PK time. And finally, Zach Fukali, who I believe set a record at the start of this NHL season for the longest shutout, shutout streak to start like a career i think he had a game in two periods almost like two straight games without a goal against anyways he's the backup goalie as samsonov is out season ranking 122 rostered in one percent of leagues that is a great opportunity uh, to stream a goaltender maybe the best of the week yeah he might get a start for that seattle game on saturday okay stream strategy charlie what are you thinking uh it's a pretty unusual week the off nights are off and the on nights are on, so it's going to be hard to get players in, especially on the Tuesday and Thursday where you have 11 and then 13 games. Because of that, I'm going to be looking at teams like Toronto, Edmonton, and Florida for the Monday to Wednesday schedule. Uh, ideally, I'm going to pick up Nicholas Robertson tomorrow morning, hold him for the back-to-back Monday and Tuesday, and then depending on his performance, drop him Wednesday or Thursday. I'm also going to be taking a look at Edmonton, specifically Warren Fogle. Again, pick up on Monday for the Monday-Wednesday split. Definitely going to be having Warren Fogle in my lineup both of those nights if I can stream him. And finally, Florida, I'm going to be looking at Mason Marchment to pick up on Monday, hold for the week, and then see how things look uh, come next Monday. Yeah, just same thing. If DeBrusque is available, I mean, even with those on nights, it might be worth getting him in there like for that first line. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) All right, man. I have to pee so bad, so let's end this. All right. Shout out, folks. Uh, Good at PuckLegends.ca. Follow us at GoodHockeyPod on anywhere on the internet, and you can join our Discord. We'll probably post a link in the chat, so peace. Yeah, that's right. All right. Peace, everyone. Okay.